and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Now come and join me as we uh, look at this passage of Scripture in Acts chapter 10. One of the uh, chapters in the book of Acts that sometimes would make you think, um, why would God, God allow this thing to happen and yet this one He didn't allow? And it seems like, you know, there's inconsistency in, in experiencing His miracle, but why is it at times we don't get to see the miracle at, uh, happening before us? And this is uh, one of the aspects that I'd like us to look at in this passage of the Scripture. And so therefore, there are some realities that we need to face, Bible realities that we need to um, uh, dig deeper uh, and delve into uh, this morning so that we can continue to see God's heart for the nations and for the people. And so um, here in this passage of Scripture, let me read just the first five verses here and I'll just uh, tell the story as we move along. Chapter 12, verse 1, About the time Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church, he killed James, the brother of, of John, with the sword. And when he saw that it, was, it, that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. The, this was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Now, it's already tragic that the brother of John, the brother of Jesus himself, who was the first bishop of, of, of Jerusalem, had been killed by the king. King Herod wanted to impress the Jews, so he took one of the top guys amongst the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ and got him killed. When he saw that the Jews were happy about it, he wanted to get the next guy. We all know our friend Peter. <laughs> and so he got a hold of Peter, took hold of him, and assigned so many uh, a squad of, of soldiers in order for him to be put into prison and, and to guard him, to make sure that he will meet the same fate with James. But something that I want, I'd like you to see in verse 5, which I'm going to emphasize as we move along. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Now, before we go to that verse 5, I'd like us to know that the first Bible reality I'd like us to see in this passage of Scripture is that there's a dreadful persecution in this life. Suffering is part of living. There's a dreadful, dreadful persecution in this passage of Scripture, so much so that it ended the life of James. 
dreadful persecution answer, um, uh, uh, and, and, and in the midst of this suffering, answers may not always be available when we cry out that the Lord would come through for us in some instance or situations, and yet answers might not come in. But I want you to know whether there's that you can experience the answer to your prayer or not, one thing is for sure. God is always present. He's always present. God was present even when James was killed by King Herod. And, and so that's part of living. That's part of life. That's part of being a believer and part of being a Christian. In fact, there's so many promises in the Bible. And one of the promises was, in this life, you'll have many trouble. And so let's face it, there will be persecutions. The Lord may, uh, the Lord, why didn't the Lord allow James to experience the miracle that he has shown to Peter? We don't know, but there are some theologians who would say the reason why James didn't make it and Peter made it is because of the second reality that I'd like us to know. Not only the dreadful persecution, but the other reality I'd like us to know is the daring prayer. That the church in verse 5, it, the scripture had mentioned, so Peter was kept in prison, but, thank God for buts in the Bible, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. One of the, one of the amazing reasons why we have the church for supplication, for prayer, praying for one another. One of the reasons why we gather together. We're going to talk more about this as we move along. We've talked about it. Uh, uh, we're talking about it at this series before Christmas, talking about the church. And one of the reasons why we have and we need to be in a faith community is because we would have someone praying for us or people who would be standing with us, interceding for us as we move along and advance His kingdom together. Daring prayer. Keep knocking. Know that God opens doors. Keep knocking. He didn't hear you the first time. Why don't you go ahead and pray again and keep knocking the second time? The third time, fourth time, we will keep on doing it because it is what God has called the church to do. That's basically some of the speculation of some of the theologians that could, could it be that the church weren't able to pray for James? The scripture didn't mention anything about it, but only in Peter that when he was being put in prison, verse 5 was mentioned and emphasized by, by Dr. Luke and say, and, and said that, but the church interceded for him. In fact, he, he interceded, the church interceded. If you, if you go jump into chapter, uh, in the verse, uh, verse 12, we are in verse 5 now, but if you jump to verse 12, look at what happened in verse 12. When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary and the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. That's the picture of the church praying just to show you that it wasn't just mentioned in verse 5, that gave, but, but Dr. Luke gave you a picture in verse 12. 
So the Bible realities of life, the life in the church is that there's dreadful persecution, suffering is inevitable. There is daring prayer though, knowing that God, when we keep knocking, God open, opens doors. And the third aspect I'd like us to see is that there's divine power. There's divine power, and when God moves, His mighty power takes over. Now, you know what happened when the church prayed? The Lord sent an angel to rescue Peter, and to cut the story short, Peter was able to get out of, of prison on his way out. The angel left already. On his way out, he remembered, you know what? I might as well drop by to the church and see what's happening. So he went to the house of John called Mark, the house of the mother of, of Mark, and went in there in verse 12, the one we read, verse, uh, uh, verse 6. Now when the Herod was about to bring him out on, on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and sentries before the door were guarding the prison. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him, and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side, woke him, and says, Get up quickly. And the chain fell off his hands. And verse 8, And the angel said to him, Dress yourself and put on sandals. And he, said, and he, he did so. So he said to him, Wrap your cloak around you, follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know that that was being done by the angel was uh, was real but thought he was seeing a vision vision is like dream daytime with your eyes open he thought he was just having a vision remember peter had a vision before from heaven remember that but this time he thought it was a vision but it was for real an angel showed up and when they had passed the first and the second guard they came to the iron gate leading into the city, open to them for its own accord. And when they went out, went along one street, and immediately the angel left him. And so verse 11, when Peter came to him, he said, Now I'm sure that the Lord had sent his angel and rescued me from the hand of Herod and from all the Jewish people were expecting. Herod did it before. Jews were clapping their hands. Now Peter has been in prison and there was an expectation that he'll do it for the second time again. That the leader of the church next to James, here's Peter, who would be killed as well. But God sent an angel and, and, and so therefore uh, it, it, it once again confused the Pharisees, especially the Sadducees. Remember, the Sadducees don't believe in angels. <laughs> And the Lord has sent an angel, not only to bring uh, signs and wonders, but to, but to uh, destroy the mindset of the Sadducees that there's no such a thing as supernatural. And so, uh, what are we uh, talking about here? So we see here, uh, basically, he was rescued and went to the church and, and found out that these are really the realities that we can find in life as we have seen in chapter 10 of the book of Acts, that there are dreadful persecutions. That, that, but there could be daring prayers by the saints of the, of the church. And know that through that prayer, 
miracle is usually combined with prayer. And because of that, divine power is shown. And we all know the rest of the story. Uh, there was a funny uh, situation that had happened that, you know, uh, Peter knocked on the door and Rhoda was sent to check. And when, when Rhoda heard the voice, Siran went back to the prayer meeting and says, Peter is here. And the people rebuked him and says, you are hallucinating. How can that be? The very people who have been praying, actually, we don't really know if, we really, if they did believe that Jesus would, uh, would, that Peter would truly be raised or taken away from prison. Well, nevertheless, whether they agreed in their own prayers or not, their prayers have been heard. The Lord sent an angel and rescued Peter. What is the lesson as we end today and go back and sing again? What is the lesson we can learn today? When the church prays diligently, God acts miraculously, leading to the spread of the gospel. Once again, I, let me say that. When the church prays diligently, God acts miraculously, leading to, to the spread of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God that we can, whatever you are, that the Lord would make sure that we get to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, the Lord would make sure that visa is not going to be a problem, that provision is not going to be a problem, that geographical distance is not going to be a problem, for the Lord would make sure that the gospel is spread all throughout the earth. Let's pray today, magnify Him, and thank Him for His goodness this morning. I will not fear when the waters rise. I will not fear though I walk through fire. I will not fear when the waters rise. I will not fear though I walk through fire. For you are with me. You are with me. Praise God. Wherever you are right now and you're believing God for a breakthrough, some of you, you've seen um, some miraculous uh, breakthroughs. Some of you are still waiting for some of the breakthroughs. Um, some of you are in the middle of a persecution. Some of you, uh, you've been experiencing answers to your prayers. But whatever situation we may be in, I want us to be assured that God is with us. He's listening to us. He's with us. He would always rescue his not all the time, because eventually some, all of the 12 except John died because of persecutions. Angels weren't sent to, to, to rescue them at the end of the day. But the Lord time and again would send angels in different situations and, and experience signs and wonders in their lives. Maybe you're watching right now and you're desperate in desperate need of God's breakthrough, let it be done.
I want us to pray right now. Father God, thank you for this morning, for bringing us together and just seeing this passage of Scripture. You know, it, it reminds us of the realities of life and Bible realities, the reality of persecutions. But thanks be to God, you're Emmanuel. But there's such a thing as a daring prayer. that We can be in faith and still believe God and knock on doors. And we believe that God opens doors. But at the same time, Lord God, we believe that as we pray and believe God, signs and wonders will follow the preaching of your word. Divine power will be seen and felt. And people will see that you are real, that you are God, that you are Lord, that you are our Savior. So, Lord, today, thank you for hearing our prayers, whatever situation we may be in. We know that you are hearing our prayers, especially when the church would come together. In faith, you will hear our prayers. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.